You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for downloading the Attacking Scrum podcast. Got a little bonus podcast for you right now, which is a chat that I had with uh, Dragons and former Wales under-20s hooker Elliot D earlier on in the week. And it's really good of him to uh, to kind of catch up with us. He's actually uh, down in Cornwall on holiday with his uh, with his family. So again, good of him to, to take the time out. Um, as a result, actually, we were on... Um, on a, a fairly bad line just because he was uh, uh, down on the beach at the time and has had just a, another operation on his uh, on his ankles. So again, even more uh, <laughs> even more thanks to Elliot for, for taking the time to chat to us. Um, but it is definitely worth persevering with. Really good chat with him and um, fascinating to get a bit of insight into the mind of, uh, of, a, of a pro rugby player. So that coming up, as always, uh, we ask you to, to get in touch and let us know uh, what you think at Attacking Scrum on Twitter or by searching for us on Facebook and like and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, right, hope you enjoy the chat. Delighted to say, joined by uh, joined by Elliot D down uh, down on his holiday in uh, in Cornwall. Great for uh, great to have you on the show. Welcome to the attacking scrum, Elliot. How are you doing? Uh, cheers for having me on. Uh, um, nice pleasure to uh, to chat with you. Cool. Well, I'm going to start with a bit of Lions chat, if that's uh, if that's all right. Have you been keeping up with the tour? Yeah. Well, um, sort of. Uh, I, I watched the first game and I sort of uh, caught glimpses of the second game today. Um, but no, it's uh, it's uh, exciting time. I think uh, everyone's really into it, and everyone's looking forward to seeing all the tournaments. Yes, um, well, I mean, it's, it's been a been a bit of a tough start for the Lions. But has anyone stood out and and put their hands up for you? Which players have kind of impressed? Um, I think for me, um, I think Moriarty, uh, Ross Moriarty, was uh, he worked uh, really hard in that first game and. Uh, also, I've got to be a bit biased here because I've played with Toby for a few years, but uh, obviously I, I think I sort of start Toby carried 14 times more than than any player on the field uh, in that first game I saw. 
obviously that's that's an immense start. I think uh, those two boys put their hands up. I don't know if I'm being a bit a bit biased as well because uh, to be honest, anyone anyone who listens to this podcast will realise that I'm always insanely biased towards Toby, having followed the Dragons for many years. So um, yeah, I, I basically when you, I think when you're as good as Toby, it doesn't even class as bias. No, no, no. no he's, uh, he's probably one of the best players. Well, probably the best player I've played with. So. I, yeah, I was just going to divert then. I mean, how um, you know, what's it what's it like playing alongside you know playing alongside a player of a player of his of his kind of caliber? But when he was at the Dragons, we obviously haven't got um, many superstars, and then to have probably he's certainly up there in the top sort of three best rugby players in the world. I think when you look around, you know that you've got that behind you, or you, or you look into his eyes, and you can tell he's. Uh, He's, he's going to do it for his teammates. I think it, it, it lifts you sort of ten percent, and you almost you almost want to play for him and impress him. I think it's uh, I think it's hell of a lift. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I definitely agree on the point that he was uh, he was a standout player in um, standout player in the first game. Obviously, yeah. it's been a as I said, it's been a tough start for tough tough start for the team. How hard is it to build a team in that kind of short space of time? Well. Um, it's, it's been a short space of time, and um, I think the first, I think the first two weeks of um, of Lions preparation, I think they only had 14 boys tra- uh, training. Um, yeah. Knowing the, uh, the the full squad of, uh, I think it's sort of 40 boys. Um, obviously, coming together, it's, uh, it's your first game. You've never played with some players, you've, um, or or you're more used to playing with others. I think. Um, I think it is hard to come together in such a short time, but I think as each each game goes on, each week goes on in training, the bond goes between the boys, and and uh, things will start to come off. Then. So I mean, this is you know you'll have faced a lot of players in that squad. This is still a really strong squad to start at the end, despite the kind of the. Start. Yeah, and you could say it's, it's, it's been a bad start, but I think um, if you take out the first game, uh, they played the Blues today. They've, they're in the middle of their sort of Super Rugby season and. They're all firing. Um, I just think um, the boys will have a, a few more weeks together now, and they'll, they'll grow as a team and, and grow as friends. I think there's nothing better than being with your friends on the field. No, it's, it's a really good point. See, a difficult, difficult start. Uh, sorry, difficult end to today's um, game with a with a line out misfiring. Playing a playing as hooker yourself, how hard is that as a hooker, or is that something that the the squad will deal with as a as a team unit? Um, well, it's always our, um, it's always that thing where if a, if a lineup misfires, everyone straight away blames the hooker. Yeah, you've got to look at the various things in the lineup, but obviously we dwell on that too. I think they're still looking to build points, and um, I think they'll bounce back uh, pretty easily from that. And uh, Wales tour. Wales tour coming up as uh, as well, you know, kind of at the same time as at the same time as the Lions. Obviously, unfortunately, you've had a, uh, a few injuries this this season, which has um, made it difficult for you. But player you know very well, Corey Hill is um, uh, is vice captain. What um, what do you, what will he kind of bring to the dressing room? I think um, the youngest one, when he t- when he talks, I think um, sometimes you get players that talk for for no reason. But I think when Corey talks, I think everyone sort of listens. He's a leader. He's um, he's a great guy to have in a team, really. And I think since he's been involved with Wales, I say he's come on leaps and leaps and bounds. I think he's, he's grown as a player. And then just finally on the on the international front, you're someone who uh, became a bit of an internet sensation with your version of the hacker. 
it's a lot's been made on this tour with the hacker being kind of played ahead of ahead of every game. Is that something that affects you, or is that something you're able to kind of just block out and concentrate on the game? Um, I think every player would uh, sort of take it differently. I think um, I've played with players who like to go out quite calm and collected and and, and not too fiery. Um, and I've also played well myself included. Um, I like to go out onto the field like like a bit of a bounty. Um, I think when I faced the hacker in the past at twenties level, it's, it's always sort of made me grow. Um, and maybe more up for the game. Listeners will probably be able to hear from the sound of uh, sound of seagulls behind you. You very kindly are joining us from uh, from your holiday in uh, in Cornwall. Yeah. How much uh, do you get a chance to kind of enjoy yourself in the in the close season before all the hard work begins again? Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm um, talking to you from Cornwall now. A pretty miserable and rainy Cornwall. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think um, well, my, myself, I've battled a few injuries this year and. Um, I had a little clean out on my ankle yesterday, so I most of the pre-season I've been sort of three or four days a week. But I think they also, uh, coaches also tell you, you've got to take a bit of time off here because it is a long old season. And um, yeah, I think it's important to get away and enjoy yourself. But obviously you've got to keep an eye on the season as well. You don't want to go into pre-season uh, sort of out of shape. So you want to keep taking over um, as well as out of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, like you say there, it's been a tough couple of, couple of years with injury obviously you had a shoulder injury and then as you mentioned um the ankle how is how's the body kind of recovering now um yeah so um my, my shoulders are completely fine now that obviously i both of them done a, i think it was uh about 18 months two years ago um this season's been a bit of a nightmare um i picked up uh, i snapped all the ligaments in my ankle my syndesmosis and my um a couple of other ligaments in the first pre-season game Against the Blues uh, last season, that that was a bit of a gutter after um, the season and sort of put everything into that and to to, to go out for sort of three four months straight away without even starting the season. That was a bit of a hard one to take. Um, and then I came back from I played sort of four or five games and my ankle was playing up again and uh, sort of four or five games again it was playing up again. Um, but I suppose it's, it's part and parcel of rugby. It's, uh, it's made me hungry now for this season. I just want to uh, just want to get back fit and, and try and play as much rugby as I can. And uh, yeah, like you say, big um, big season, big season ahead. Once you get through the pre-season and stuff, I see a lot of changes at the Dragons and uh, a few signings announced already. Are you looking forward to sharing a dressing room with Big Gavin Henson? <laughs> Talking about that one at the moment. Um, obviously. Um, He's done everything in the game and he's been characters of the game. I think um, I think he'd be good for the Dragons. I, I think we will you know, uh, teach a lot of the younger lads. But obviously, we've got a young squad and we've got a lot of boys who are eager to learn. And what better person to learn off who's been there and done it? Um, I remember watching uh, uh, that kick against England in the Millennium Stadium. I, I can't remember how old it was. I was a, I was a young lad and... <laughs> No, it's, it's absolutely, uh, when you look up and see something like that, to watch to the boy, I think it's, um, it's great. Yeah, I think you mentioned there as well, the, the young talent kind of coming through the Dragons has been a positive for fans during the, the slightly tougher times. Is there anyone we should uh, kind of keep our eye on um, that's kind of that's coming through? I think um, a guy who's been brilliant this season, he's one of my good mates, um, oh, he's on the Welsh yeah. now. 
I think uh, he's an absolute animal. I like to say I work hard, but I've never seen someone so professional and, and work so hard. Um, he's almost a bit too over the top. I think he said to me one time, he doesn't go to the gym twice a day every day. He can't sleep at night. So, um, no, he's, um, his work is phenomenal and he's a, he's a, he's a tough uh, He's a tough boy, and I think um, I think his big things have come from Ollie. Yeah. There's other boys as well. Obviously, Harlem's um, proved it at the level and and his last level. Um, Ashton's been unlucky with um, concussion, and I'm sure he's been on this last tour now. Um, and then just finally, what are your uh, what are your personal ambitions for the season? You got any kind of particular hopes or ambitions ahead? Um, I think it's. Um, if you'd have asked me sort of six months ago, it would have been obviously it was just got uh, just going now, but um, that that wasn't to be with. Uh, I think uh, I think that's the way it goes sometimes. I think uh, I want to. Uh, I grew up in New Bridge, um, in the Dragons region. I grew up watching the Dragons, so I just want to go out there and represent uh, represent the region and uh, do as best as I can and. Whatever, whatever comes from our end comes from our. But um, I think my main focus now is to try and get fit and get some performances in, uh, at the start of the season. No, agree on that. And uh, yeah, all the best for all the best for the new season. Enjoy a bit, enjoy your time off, and then uh, yeah, best of luck with uh, with staying injury free this year. Uh, thanks for taking time to chat to us, Elliot. Oh, no worries. Uh, pleasure. Thanks, thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Podcast Network.